Just do a little test run here. Testing one, two, three. Testing, and we're alive, and we're open, and we're aware, and we're thinking about the universe in a new way. We're contemplating existence as not a special, individualized, prepackaged uh, uh, witness to events unfolding as life on its own takes place separate from us, a different consciousness. No, but as a young man sitting on a chair with a brand spanking new Zoom recorder sitting in front of him, talking to the same old microphone with the same old headphones in the same old room and in the same life that never changes. <laughs> in the same life that never gets that never gets better, doesn't necessarily get worse, though poof, we are getting close. We're coming up on the line. Hmm? Hmm? Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun how like there are these moments where and they'll be brief sometimes, but there are moments in your life that are just like flaccid, you know, like they're just they're nothing's nothing's happening, you know, which can be you know, it's not even that it's a good or a bad thing. It's that it's just nothing's going on, you know? So it's like there's this this calm to it, you know? And then every once in a while, something will happen along the way that has a little bump, right? You get a little hard, right? Your dick gets a little... It's not it's not popping, right? You know, you can still walk around in public, but you're a little aroused. Something has taken place that's drifted you from your path, and so now you have to kind of deal with your emotional state, but you don't have to deal with the erection because it's not, it's not quite an erection. So you don't have to get rid of it, right? You don't, you don't have to think weird thoughts, squeeze your toes a little bit, try to get the blood flow somewhere else, go into the bathroom of 7-Eleven, jerk off real quick on a kid's face. Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. I would never go into a 7-Eleven. That's disgusting. Do it in the parking lot. Uh... But then, you know, you kind of, you have these little bumps, right? But they're not dramatic. So then what happens is you just kind of move on, right? Your life, the flaccidity that it was remains basically the same, unaltered. You know, you dealt with the problem, however long it took, however much it costs. And then you get back to your regular boring ass life. And then, then you'll have these problems. I'll call them big dick problems, right? Fat, veiny cock issues. And you can't just ignore it or you can't just like settle the problem and then your life is different right or your or your life is the you see a lot of these uh, you know these solo oh welcome to the show everybody <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the show uh as you can maybe tell i'm alone we're doing this alone again um and uh, i initially was going to do a testing one but we're just gonna we're just gonna dive right into it and the problem with the solo ones is that you I'll fuck up because I'm kind of going stream of consciousness and I often say the wrong word. And now we are so we're, we're veering further and further. You can feel how I am losing my train of thought already. And are we ever going to get back to what I was just talking about? Or are we just now going to talk about how I fucked up what I was saying? The point is big dick problems, right? They change your life in a way where you are a little bit different now. You can't go back to the flaccid states, not the same flaccid states you had before. You know, whatever you did, whatever you had to do to deal with that giant erection, the consequences of that. Oh god, I'm getting a call. I'm getting a I'm getting a phone call right now. All these distractions 
All these fucking distractions every fucking day. And when are we ever going to get rid of them? The cell phones. Hmm? Is it ever going to happen? Because it feels like, you know, sometimes you think things are permanent because they're new and they just feel like they're, you know, cell phones are everywhere. Therefore, we have to have them forever, right? But, like, at some point, I mean, I don't know. The tide's going to, it has to change. There has to be a a shift of sorts. I'm three minutes in and someone is, Madeline is currently asking me to do her a favor. I'm going to relay all this to you live on air. Um, but I can't talk and text this. I can't text a different thought while I am speaking to you with my thoughts. And I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to say to her because (laughs) you can't record some things. You know what I'm saying? There's some words that I've never said on this show that I can only use when I'm talking to a white woman. Sorry, I'm having a little sippy here. Here's the thing. Here's the numbers. Here's the numbers. I'll break it down facts-wise for why my man is not here today. Because I would say um, about last, so last week, so he came over to record last week, right? He comes over to my place. He's screaming. He's crying. Because uh, he got he got fuck he got fucked by some um, Guatemalan man on his way over here. Yeah. He got raped in his butthole by a Guatemalan man, and he's crying about it. He's whining because it hurts, or it did hurt, and now, now he's realizing that it's all his fault, and he can't tell the cops because you know how that goes, right? So I'm trying to talk him down. I'm making him some tea, right? I'm brushing his hair, and he has this problem. He has this thing where he's not good with races. He can't tell different races apart. So as the conversation is unfolding, as he's explaining to me what's going on, how it happened, what he was wearing, uh, it turns out that this man is actually a Bolivian. It's a Bolivian man who he thought was Guatemalan because he just has this racial blindness. Some call it racism. Some, there's some people that are calling it racism. I'm calling it just sort of a deferential in his eyesight. He doesn't know the difference. It's not, it's not implied by a negativity. But yeah, that bitch is racist. One time, I remember, he got raped by a Hispanic man. You want to know what he thought he was? Italian. He called him Italian. He said this spaghetti monster piece of shit devoured my asshole while I was in the shower. What was he doing in public showers? I don't know. I don't ask him questions about his life. I think he's homeless. He has a girlfriend, but I think he's homeless. That would be sick. Dude, it would be so sick if you were a homeless guy and you still got pussy. But like I mean to be just to be clear, homeless people fuck all the time. I I see them fucking all the time. They they fuck behind cheesecake factories. They fuck in behind dumpsters. They fuck in the streets. Uh and it's like it's 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 as common as dogs fucking, you know? Because everybody fucks and just it's it's about where you're fucking, right? If you don't have a home, you're not going to not fuck. You just have to fuck in, you know, a different context. So uh, uh, it'd be cool to be, it'd be cool to be, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it'd be cool to be, uh, to be homeless and you got like housed person pussy, you know? Like the way you would get to brag to everybody else down at the shelter, you know, or when you're all congregating around like the Sinclair, you can just be like, ah, oh, damn, I got this white bitch. She had a trench coat on. She pulling out her house keys. Bitch has several keys. 
Bitch has got multiple keys. She's got one for her car. She ain't sleeping in there. She got one for her house. That's pretty much those two, the car and the house, and they're very different keys. But he doesn't know that. How would he ever know? How would he ever know that? That's the funny thing. Is like the different like ways you can sort of discriminate or like make fun of or like characterize different kinds of people. Uh, with the homeless people, I think more than a lot of others, we really do think that they're like a separate, like there's they're like a separate species of human. You know, like it's just this subspecies of human that lives in a different world than we do. You know, that doesn't even understand the rules of the world. And the reason why we think that is sometimes, yes, they smear shit on the bathroom walls of, of notable Starbuckses, you know. Sometimes they um, will be shouting and screaming with their shirt off, talking about the Lord. I wonder what that is. What, what is about, what is it about, like, schizophrenia, I guess, specifically, that kind of does get religious, you know. It gets stanky with it, you know. You take, you take like, these these conceptions of God uh, that have been like pushed down all of our throats for the longest time, for thousands of years, and somehow that will result in the human brain malfunctioning or changing pathways, and we just sort of get this gibberish that is very, it's laced in God and angels, and like, it's just, it's just odd that that's what they're seeing, or that's what they're experiencing, you know? It's not just like, oozing, you know, like chocolate monsters, you know. They're not seeing Captain Underpants. You guys remember Captain Underpants? Remember that comic book series? About a high school principal who wears underwear and flies around town. The basic idea, I think, is I forget how he is, he's hypnotized, I think. And then there's a way to jolt him from his hypnition, hypnotics, his hypnotic state, into being Captain Underpants. Um, a man who wears underwear and a cape, and he saves the day, I think. There's boogie monsters, perhaps. I don't know. Kids are dumb, you know? It's the thing about when you grow up. As soon as you grow up, you're like, oh, dude, kids are gay. <laughs> like, all this kid shit is so gay. If you're one of the lucky ones, you know? Like, uh, there are definitely some people that have never, that will never come to that realization that actually all the kid stuff that you did when you were a kid, all of that is gay. Some people are still, they're holding on to that. They're holding on to that was actually just the best that it ever got. And this is the only time that I'm happy is when the new Percy Jackson TV show is hitting the, the Disney Plus. The Percy Jackson TV show. Do you know who's watching that? It isn't kids. Kids aren't watching that. You know why? Because there are no more kids left who read Percy Jackson. That was it. It was one generation of kids that got that. And then no one else gave a shit ever again. Because it didn't matter. It wasn't good. It's like Harry Potter. You know how many, like... I feel like this is always where it goes. <laughs> me, me bitching and complaining about like five people that I kind of know who were like this. Either way, you know, kid shit is dumb. Look at some adult. Disney Plus also, that, everyone's getting all mad. Everyone's getting all upset about how they're raising the prices of Disney Plus, right? It's like now going to be like a lot for a year or whatever, which I think when you 
boil it down, I think it still equivalates to like less than 20 bucks a month for the service. But like, you know, people are upset. It's a lot for one single streaming service. And what's crazy is that they, all of these streaming services, but obviously Disney is like the prime example is like, they just kept at, they, they own fucking everything. Right. So you get Disney plus and it's like, Oh, look, you can access all of these things, but all of these things are not yours. You know, the thing that's really changed is that you don't own fuck all anymore. No one's got a DVD player. No one has a library of discs that they're pulling from. Everyone has the apps that are on their TV that you pay monthly for. So, of course, they're going to raise the price. What? Why? People were complaining like, oh, Netflix used to be $8 a month. Now it's like $15 a month and you can't have other users on it. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> what did you think they were going to do? They were going to make it nice forever? No. You don't own anything. They have all the stuff. And you're not going back. What, are you going to go to the store and buy $25 DVDs? Hmm? You would have to buy so many DVDs before it still offsets the cost that you pay per month for any of those streaming services. They have you buy the balls. They've got your balls in their hands, and they're playing with them. In, that, in, the, in the way that you like it, too. Don't even deny that you don't like your balls being played with. I was one of those guys for a while. I said, no, thank you, ma'am. Please put your hands, put your mitts away, sweetheart. Put your paws in, put your paws in your pants. Keep them out of my drawers. Put your, put your hands, put, why don't you sit on your hands like you're in trouble? Sit on your hands like you're in trouble because you spilled paint all over the floor whenever I told you craft time happens on the canvas. Yeah. I got a six-year-old daughter. She loves to paint. But she's always painting in places that she shouldn't. So what do we do? How do we solve this problem? Well, we put newspapers down so that she doesn't have to go have bathroom breaks. Okay? Because she's been an artist. She's going to become an artist. She's going to succeed in this thing. Okay? Because I'm done. I'm done trying to be an artist. It's over. It's now t my turn to mentor my children, to beat my children into my dreams so that they can become successful. I like that, like, um, like the, the pillars of mental health, you know, people say that actually, you know, economic status, it has a lot to do with, you know, how it affects uh, your perception of life, of course. It changes sort of the, um, the factors that go into your mental and physical health, but they are actually, it's that money is not something that uh, makes you happy. You know, we're still maintaining that. That's still a maintained belief in the psychiatric community that economic status will not actually make you a mentally healthy, happy person. And I feel like that messaging is just, it must be. Just a bunch of rich people just slipping hot dollar bills over to the psychiatric community being like, yeah, just keep telling them. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, no, I ate snails out of a woman's pussy uh, while someone was pouring champagne into my ass with a flute. But you just go ahead and tell them. And also, I'm going to live forever because we figured out the technology for that and we're not going to share it with anybody. But don't 
to just keep telling them that like money doesn't like I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, I'm so unhappy. I never even believe that when they try to pull that shit with like TV shows or, or movies or whatever. Or like I've had, a, I've known a few people in my life who like, you know, they had like doctors for parents or whatever. Like they weren't like super fucking wealthy, but like they had very nice houses, you know, and they were going to college for free. Those kind of guys, you know. And you, they, it's been they've tried to convince us that like, oh well, their lives are just as complicated. In fact, in fact. The added money makes it just uh, even some even even more complicated. You like the show Succession, hmm? You like that? You like how the very very rich people are very very complicated and they're 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 mean to each other and they they do a lot of backhanded deals and this isn't a family, you know? What a fucked up family this is. It's like yeah, I don't think any of these people when they're kind of promoting that idea know how bad it can get you know <laughs> like I've had the fucking the fucking writers of succession right i don't think any of them know just how bad your life can go you know and i'm not even speaking from like direct experience you know like my life is shit but it's you know i have a, i'm living somewhere you know you know what i mean like, I, my life is garbage. There's no safety net whatsoever. But I have a place to live, and I can live there, you know? I have a job. Not a great job. I have a job, you know? But then there's motherfuckers that I feel bad for, you know? I mean, look at your own life, you know? Fellow listener, l- l- look at your own life. You've got your life, right? And look around you. It's pretty shit, right? I mean, come on. It's garbage. Your life is so disgusting, you know, you know how you're cleaning your own toilet and you're just kind of, you can like still smell a little bit of what, you know, of like what happened there the last week or whenever it is you clean, whenever every six months when you clean your toilet, you get that little whiff, which is why it's unpleasant to do. You get a little whiff of like what, what's, what's been lingering because you have bad plumbing. So your shit doesn't flush all the time. Right. And you don't realize it until later. And now there's a stain, there's a rim around your water. You know, you have, you have stinky toilet. When you're doing that, you know, every couple of weeks, every couple of months, every three years, whenever you leave your apartment, whenever a woman comes over for the first time in eight months after your big breakup, right, you finally clean the toilet. Someone's life is so much worse than that, you know? And that's not even to, be, like, to do the bullshit thing where it's like, oh, people have lives harder than you, so don't complain. No, no, no. Usually complain. There's a ladder. There's a ladder of complaining that goes all the way to the top, right? And the people on the top, they complain, but they complain in this insane way. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Does it come in a container? Does it come in a bag? No, it's insane. Duh. It's insane. That's my new marketing idea. This is my new product. Sharks. What if I told you that the newest way to transport goods and services was not on the water? It was not in the skies, but it was in sand that is put directly into my ass. Now, I know you got a lot of questions. I'm sure you got a lot of questions. Here's what we do. This might shock you. So let's say you want to ship a desktop computer 
from the United States to England. You got a buddy in England. He's going to school there, studying abroad. Didn't couldn't bring it, you know, initially, but now he's going to stay there a little bit longer. He needs it. Send him the desktop computer. So expensive through UPS, right? Because you can either ship by air, either ship by sea, ship by the land or the sea. That's those. You, those are your options. And so, what do you do? They're both expensive. You're talking like sixty to a hundred dollars to travel outside of the U.S. for shipping, especially if it's a big box. It's electronics. They don't even do fucking uh, anything with a fucking chip in it anymore. They don't even they don't even ship that stuff internationally. That's how apparently how many bo- that's how many bombs I guess, I guess. I don't <laughs> you know when you hear like a new rule, when you hear like a new rule that's told to you about like oh now well you have to have your passport and your um, and your driver's license if you want to travel outside of the state, and you're just like I, I I guess that's I guess that so is that for bombs is that a bomb is I guess it's for bombs I guess we're still doing bo- there it the so the passport will be like oh well there's no bombs here. Is that what it is? Because you have the scanners still. So there's the scanners. So we, okay, you got to walk. You got to. So the, my luggage goes through a little radio box and then it checks, it scans those. And then I walk through a different radio box. It's for humans and not the same exactly. It's not the exact same thing as the other thing. But no, it's, it's just the human box versus the luggage box. We can't walk through the thing with just the luggage, right? So you got you walk through the, the big human box, you spread your legs, you go whoop, zapped, and then you walk out. And then they also take a little thing and they like go over your your genitals with the wand, and they put and they just hover the wand over your genitals, and they just like brush it, you know, just against your knee. You know that tickly spot behind your knee? They just like brush it there. And they whisper in your ear, you know. They whisper something like, "I can't wait for you to come back." <laughs> be waiting for your return we can do this again sometime you know you gotta light a cigarette afterwards yeah i don't think we could see each other anymore what about your wife get her name out of your mouth you know how it is at tsa but then all of that and then it's like also you have to have three forms of identification uh, bring your birth certificate as well and you're like, is this also a bomb thing, or is this a different thing? Is this is this related to? Because all that stuff, it seems like it's for the bomb thing. And then this stuff is so the paperwork is to tell you that like, I'm who I whose name is on the t- t- ticket. Like, does that matter? Does it has that ever mattered? Like, it, the problem wasn't that the terrorists were lying. The problem was that they they hijacked an airplane. <laughs> Right, like, who cares what their fucking name was, <laughs> right, on the ticket? Who ca- I mean, What is that? That didn't have anything to do with the terrorism part of it. Like, well, we don't want you to misrepresent your name, because then what if you use that name and you know, while you're hijacking, we call you the wrong name, huh? That'd be disrespectful. We're not trying to be disrespectful over at the TSA. We're just trying to be safe. <sighs> Where was I? What was I talking about before I got to this? Before I got to this point. Oh, the facts of the situation, right? So Dalen gets raped by some Guatemalan man, right? He's screaming, he's crying. I'm making him tea. I'm brushing his hair. I'm putting lotion on his knees. He really likes that. It makes him, it's just, I don't know why it calms him down. He's a fucking freak. So uh, then he tells me, uh, after we had already spent the day together while I'm taking care of him, before the recording of last week's episode, uh, we're hanging out, and then he tells me that his uh, his girlfriend uh, got got COVID nineteen. 
She got blasted by the COVID-19 virus. She got done fucked up by the COVID-19 virus. And so he's just giving me a little heads up there. But already, we've, we've already hung out. We've kissed, you know. We've kissed. I've sucked his cock a little bit. You know, I spit on it. And now he tells me, he's, don't you hate that? Don't you hate it when you suck in a guy's cock? And then he tells you later that he has the COVID-19 variants. Fucking hate that shit. Because, like, what did I do to all, you know, obviously I understand where he's coming from. He wants to finish. But at the same time, like, I would have, I could wear a mask. I could put a little hole in the mask, you know. We could use other stuff. I got toes. Uh, so his girlfriend's got COVID-19, apparently. So he's feeling fine. He's feeling like, you know, general shittiness. He was, I think, complaining a good deal about it last week. You know, big old complainer that he is. Uh, and so then he uh, tells me, you know, a couple days ago, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm feeling so sick now. Oh, no, I'm feeling so bad, you know. And he's, you know, he's. I'll let you in on a little bit of this. But not only is he gay, but he's also a big baby. Yeah. He's a little, little, he, he puts on a tough game, but he is a big, stinky baby. He's got a diaper on 90% of the time that I see him. He has got one of those, those, little, uh, those little hats those little like rimless hats that he just has, it's like strapped underneath his chin. He's got uh, he's got his little baby tits that he hangs out. He doesn't wear a shirt most of the time. He's got a little binky uh, that's shaped like a penis. Because again, I say he's already he's a gay guy. He's also a gay person. <laughs> he's also a, he's a homosexual man, and he's also a baby. So you can kind of do the little imagery there as you need to. I mean, he's a little baby. In all the ways that little babies are babies. But then he's also on street corners with like a sign and like really sp- like really spiked up hair, you know. I don't know what the sign says, but I assume it's an invitation. Uh, so he tells me he's feeling a little sick. He's feeling a little blue. And my man does not handle that well. So he's in a torment. Um, and then I'm starting to get worried, right? Because it's, uh, for him, the sickness set in like days and days and days later than his girlfriend, who already was sick, then got the COVID-19 verification, little stamp of approval, yes, you have it, still days after that, still not feeling like the, you know, the true effects, then it hits him all at once like a wall. Now he's sick as shit. He's still sick as shit. I've already been exposed to him, and now I'm like, oh, goddamn. So it's going to take a while. It's, it's going to hit me randomly, right? It's not going to be, you know, uh, uh, it's not going to be like an in the clear situation because that's how I was feeling, you know. Oh, it's been a couple of days. I haven't felt any difference. You know, I still feel like shit most of the time, but it's not related to COVID. Ugh, sorry, I just had a little burp there. But anyway, now I woke up yesterday feeling uh, just a little ill. Uh, nothing I couldn't handle because I'm an adult who had to go to work. And then I uh, I come home that day, and then this morning waking up, whew, wow, just dizzy, you know, just just feeling like you're in, you're, like someone like spun you around a bunch, 
and then you sat down, you know, feeling like that, but then also not feeling all the other things. Like maybe some sinus, doesn't really matter. I don't know why I'm telling you this aspect of it. The point is, he was too much of a bitch to come over here because he's too sick to travel. I don't want to go over there because that house has got to be, is infested. It's just a wall of steam when you walk in. Just a steamy COVID house. I don't want that. I don't want further exposure to that. That's disgusting. You know, shit all over the walls, you know. He's got all these like weird projects in his house. Like I went over the other day, right, before all this went down. Last time I was over at his place, he was showing me this contraption he was making. And what it does is it, um, well, so you put your dick in it and it jerks you off, right? I mean, we've all seen these machines. They've got them in China. Like it's, he's just ripping off of that. But his the innovation here, right, is it's a contraption that fits around your waist. So it's hands-free, right? And then what you do is there's a section of the machine, of the box that goes around your cock. It's like jerking you off, right? And there's a little cup that, that it hold, it, you can, you're, you're shooting into, right, whenever all is said and done. And there's a hole in that cup that has like a little teat. And so the teat dribbles. You understand what I'm saying? It fills, the cup gets filled up and then it oozes out and it dribbles out of this little like, like a teat, like what you would put like on a baby's um, formula bottle. Uh, and then the contraption at the en- at the end of the contraption, there is this like um, kind of like a bus seat type of thing. Like there's an outline for butt cheeks in that, and that is for another man to put his butt up against, you know. And then there's clamps to open it up a little bit. So the machine jerks you off. You fill up the cup. It dribbles out, goes into the the ex- the, the the opened butt. Of a nice young man. You only paid him like $20. He was very generous about that. So, it's a machine that essentially makes you straight. It's a straight man's machine, you know? Because gay gay conversion therapy is wrong, right? But it's wrong because it doesn't work. (laughs) That's, That's what's fucked up about it, is that it doesn't work. You know, like, if it worked, it'd be like, damn, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That like, like if gay, if gay conversion therapy, like, li- like, it worked. Like, it literally worked, you know? Like, I'm not talking about, like, the, it worked the way that they, like, I mean, like, it, you were, you were straight at the end of it. Fully straight and happy, you know? Like, the way, or, like, you know, the way that straight people are. You're just, like, regular, you know? regular straight not like you're straight but you're sad because you lost something you're straight and you feel as all straight people do that would be fucking crazy right like we would be like Whoa, how how does how did, how does that work is this a power that we should have right it's like the it's like the atom bomb right it's like sh- should we be allowed to have this kind of power? Because once you unleash it, what 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 else can you do with this kind of technology? If gay conversion therapy worked, it's like, well, then can we all become Chinese? Is there a ray gun that they're working on that turns us all Chinese? And if so, where can I get my hands on that? <laughs> where can I? Get my little mitts all over that kind of a gun. I'll be sucking on that thing till tomorrow morning. Mm. Ah. 
sorry, just taking a little sip break. Uh, so yeah, I'm sick. He's sick. We can't even do the fucking thing together. That's how sick we are. But I did not want to go another week without giving, without putting something out because we missed that one week. That was the first week, by the way, that we have missed. And the and the year that we've been doing this, that's the first one, and uh, it felt bad. It felt well. The, you know, the thing is, is creation online is this own entity that once you get sucked into it, it sort of dictates your life a little bit. You know, and we're doing this for free. There's no money in this. There hasn't been money in podcasting for quite some time. I don't know if you all have noticed. But the ads are getting shittier on all the other ones, you know. Patreons are dipping a little bit. Uh, not what it used to be. So this is just purely for the fuck of it. And once you start doing it, though, and you start committing to doing it pretty regularly, and this is what you see with all of these other fucking content creators and stuff, like, they, you make things, you set a schedule for making things, and then... The, the the making of the things becomes the reason for the thing itself, you know? It's not about what you're making. It's not about what you're putting out there even. I mean, fuck, we're 30 minutes into this. How are you feeling about it, you know? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty bad. I feel sick. I feel gross. But you, it just it sucks you into to the allure of the creation. You know, the thing that's actually tempting is that you just, you have a you're creating a fulfillment for yourself you know and then you're just people are endlessly posting you know just constant posting and it's like it's it's not just ran, it's not random posting you know cuz if you let's say you are a poster let's someone somebody puts out little fun videos all the time on Instagram or TikTok or whatever and you don't have an idea what if you didn't have an idea what if you got you have no ideas? You wake up that morning, you are making twelve dollars every six weeks because <laughs> your TikTok got a little. It was I popped once, and so now because of ads and because of the way where you get like you know fifty bucks. Everyone loves to. It, this is, I guess it's mostly just because I hang out with people who are below a poverty line or like not a poverty line below a standard of living. You know. My standard of living. Like, we're all huddled together under the pits. But, like, people way overinflate those numbers, you know? Like, they'll see they'll see someone who's like, oh, they've got, like, 100,000 views. It's like, they must be fucking, they must be making bank. Because YouTube pays you after a certain point, and it's like, I, I don't think so. I think most, I think most people are, like, the ones that are making a living are, like, eking out a living. There are definitely people that are making too much money. For sure. But then there's a lot of people that it's like, this is, they're doing this because they're sad. Because their brain is, they've gotten sucked in. They're posting all the time, not because it's making them a ton of money, but because it's too late for them. They're too far gone. They can't help themselves. Because they went a week without doing it once, and they lost their fucking mind. They got no positive feedback. They got no feedback at all. It starts to feel really bad. Yeah, we've created a machine. We've created a monster. You know those people that like you kind of even respected them at first and then something happened where they just got weird. It's like they either got like too aggressive online or they got too like deeply opinionated and they got like they like you know like 
like tweets that are too long, you know? I try to I avoid those people at all costs. I don't follow any of them. I don't speak to any of those the people that would do something like that. But you maybe you follow someone who at first was just fun and funny or whatever. And then the threads start coming. And then the long threads start happening. Or the you you follow someone, they do little short funny videos. And then at some point you're looking at their face and it's it's like a 10 minute thing. It's like a long video. You know those people, and they could always just—it just seems like something changed about them. And what happened is that they got too online. They spent too much time in this little, this little, this little sucking void that they're already trapped in. They got spent too much time there, and now they've invested too much reality in having a conversation online about anything, which we all keep forgetting is fake, you know? Like, it's real. It's very real. Some people really do think that it's real. But it's also not real. As evidenced by how it can't translate over to the other thing that we already established was real. Which was us hanging out. <laughs> you know? You know how different it is to hang out versus texting someone? One of them, one of them is real. One of them is just you being a completely different thing. It's a completely different surface. You like that? Did you like how that sounded? I don't even know if I believe that. I just kind of like started following a train of thought and thought maybe it would get me somewhere interesting. But we're back to the same old rants. We're back to the same old rants. Cell phones are bad. We established that. Instagram, no good. Get off there. I can't. I have to poop. I can't stop it. I can't stop looking at people. This is one guy I follow. There's the chef. Chef, baker, you know, one of those guys. Just does, like, food stuff. But he's, like, an actual, like, he works in a, you know, in a restaurant. He's not just a guy at home. Those guys are fucking annoying. All of those people should, I mean, it started with mommy shit, right? Like, mommy, mommy blogs about, like, recipes you have to jump to. You go to you're like, oh, what's a chocolate chip cookie recipe? You go online, you click on one. It's an article that they've written about their life that led to the cookies, maybe a little story, and then it's the recipe that, that you always just immediately jump to. I don't want to read your shit, Marianne. I don't want to read it. I don't care about your little blonde boys and how they love cookies. Who doesn't fucking love cookies? Goddamn. Marianne. I'm going to find your ass. I'm going to find your ass. I'm going to show you weird pictures. <laughs> I'm going to go to your house. I'm going to show you some weird pictures of various things that I've taken. I've taken photos of weird stuff, and I'm going to show it to you. But, uh, yeah, it's, it starts with that, right? And then that translates very easily into the video format where you're just dumping shit in a bowl. It's a lot of fast cuts. With just different parts of the process. So like a process that maybe takes an hour and a half in the video is like two minutes long. And it's just like shot after shot after shot after shot. shot, 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 shot. On and on and on and on and on. And you can just scroll through a million of those. And they're like aesthetically pleasing, I guess, because it's food. We We like food. We like to eat a lot of it. Especially here in America. We love eating food. Especially really disgusting shit, you know? Like I saw one yesterday that was cinnamon roll pancakes. 
Cinnamon roll pancakes. Pancake batter is made the way, you know, it's just butter, sugar, milk, eggs, uh, and then like a pumpkin seasoning. Uh, and then it's just you top, you make that into a pancake, right? You stack all those up, and then you make a pastry cream that you just pour fucking all over that. And at that point, at that point, I mean, I know that the pancakes and the maple syrup, that's a weird breakfast thing. But, I mean, that is just, just make cinnamon rolls, you know? Like, that's not even, who, who, what, 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 in what, who does, who needs this? No one needs this. No one's making this. This is not something you will ever actually make. You know? Who's spending a Saturday? Who is waking up on a Saturday and is is doing that bullshit? Just eat a goddamn cinnamon roll. Or don't. Or eat pancakes. Or don't. But no one's doing that. That's what... Anyway. That's what it's become. Right? It's just... It's just garbage just the crazy and the part of the reason why is because that's what you will look at you'll be like oh how are they gonna make the the pumpkin cinnamon roll pancakes you know that's just gross enough it might be pretty interesting you know it starts with that and then it it gets to it it filters into sort of um just nutrition itself right then you've got the nutrition guys and you've, then you have this like weird crossover of like people that are telling you how to eat and also showing you what to eat. Or here's my here's my meal prep for under five hundred dollars a month. You know, like that kind of shit. And this one guy that I follow, this this baker chef guy, uh, he was recently posting um, a lot about aspartame, making arguments online about aspartame because apparently there's a lot of people who are saying that it's fine you know for those of you it's you know the fake sugar the shit they put in diet soda right things that taste good they're awesome they're fantastic they definitely don't give you cancer don't check there's a lot of people online that are then saying that actually studies show that it it, it's really not that big of a deal it's not they say it's a possible carcinogen but fucking probably not Right. And then a lot of those people apparently were receiving funding from the fucking lobbyist groups that are representing, you know, the big Coca-Cola, the companies that are using aspartame. I don't fucking care about any of this. But this guy's posting about it and he's posting a lot about it. And at some point, it's fascinating to see someone who is aggressively engaging in this argument where he's pulling up his own data, pulling up facts and figures, just going back and forth with these people about the merits of aspartame, right? Two on, he's gone, he's gotten too online. He's gotten too online. He's gotten so online that he forgets where the fuck he comes from, you know? He's a baker and a chef. What the fuck does he make? This this, this is hilarious to be upset about how fake sugars are giving people possible cancer if they consume a lot of them. Bitch, what do you make? Don't you make cookies? Aren't you? Don't you make fucking croissants? You know how much butter is in a croissant, in a single croissant? I mean, fucking Christ! I mean, like that—you like lose sight 
you to- you totally lose sight of what even your own point is when you're getting into this kind of like argumentative state on on the internet. It's like whose side are you supposed to be on? So you're saying that like oh the 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 fake sugar is just as bad as what the real sugar that you use to make your product that you sell to other people like what so you're I mean, it just—it's just crazy. It's like the vape company getting mad at the cigarette company. It's like, bitch, you are on the same side. And it's literally—it's actually exactly like that. When people are like, "Oh, vapes are just as bad," it's like, fucking all right. Okay, where? What? What is your stance here? Where? Where are you coming at this from? Oh, the bad thing is bad for you. It's just like the other bad thing that's also bad for you. God damn. God damn it. Hold on. I got a new. Hmm. And you guys want to know what the, the text I got? Because it was it, I didn't respond to it because I was talking to you guys. And uh, someone wants me to go feed their cats. Someone wants me to go feed their cats because they're not in town. And that's a little insight that I'm a, I'm a pretty cool guy, I'm a pretty popular guy. Um, a lot of people want me to uh, to feed their cats. Um, not a lot of people uh, are ever like, "Hey, do you want to hang out today?" I don't. I'm not that guy in your phone. I'm not the guy that you just have nothing going on that day, and you're like, "I wonder what James is up to." I'm not that guy, but. I am the guy when you have a very small scale, like low risk favor you'd like to ask. You can throw me in the group chat. I will be added to group chats that I never really, you know, respond to, but I will be in, I'll be added to them as like, well, you know, let's see what he, maybe he'll do it, you know. That's sort of a great advertisement for me as a friend. Maybe he'll do it. Keep, be, keep him around. You know, because maybe he'll he'll just do a little something for you. You know, he's got arms. Maybe he'll help you move. <sighs> you know, I mean, I'm sure that you, as the listener, I'm sure you guys, because this is you know this is between us. Uh, no one else is listening but us. Uh, us. <laughs> no one else. This is like just this is as close because the the numbers are pretty low for this podcast. So if you are listening to this, like this is as close to like reading a book as a podcast gets. You know, it's almost one to one. You know, it's between me. It's between you. My words to your head. Your thoughts about those words to yourself. Like that's you know it's intimate. You know. My uh, microphone cord is, is my microphone cord is mixed up with my uh, my headphones. I'm really sorry about that. I can't do anything about it either. It's like super far too late. But I was gonna say we're like we're we're all, we're wrapping up. We're getting close to the end here, right? And I'm sure you know this is this has not been a great one. I can feel that it's not been a great one. But let's just remind everyone that I am playing with one hand i'm playing with two hands tied behind my back my microphone is strapped to one of those beer sipping headsets that that people wear or that they used to wear or they they probably never wore but it was it was represented in media as a thing that was uh, available 
You know, you know what I mean? Like the you put the two beers and the straws on your head like a helmet, and there's like beer attached to it, and there's the straws to drink from. Because you know, when you're out and about, you can't just be holding a beer. You you especially can't be holding two beers, because then it's like what you, your hands are your fucking hands are tied. How are you gonna drive? How could you? How can you? Let me ask you this: How can you drive home drunk with no hands? Exactly. Exactly. I was having a conversation with someone the other day where we were talking about drunk driving because there was a, there was an advertisement. They're doing ads about drunk driving again. I don't like it. I don't like the energy. I don't like the energy of anybody against things, and they're having they're having ads about it. I've accepted that there are ads I have to watch if I want to watch, you know, the fourth season of New Girl. If I, <laughs> if I have a hankering for the but but the fourth or fifth season of New Girl, then I I'll I'll deal with the fact that Hulu has ads. You know, if I want to watch Amer American Horror Story. XXXR, you know, uh, then I guess I'll deal with ads. And all of the ads are just, you know, mostly just, you know, there's a, you, you got bugs in your house, you got to kill the bugs. You got to buy this shit, it'll kill the bugs. So you call a guy, he'll kill the bugs for you. It's a lot of bug killing. Uh, restaurants, you know, phone companies, that's pretty much fucking, that's pretty much it, right? What, what fucking else is there? <laughs> high V's got deals and then you should switch to T-Mobile like that's that's all commercials you know and we've seen all of we've seen we have all seen every commercial you know like if you have a TV if you have one of the fucking platforms that forces you to watch ads or you're on YouTube a lot you have seen every advertisement a thousand times before the cycle is over and they make a new one you know <laughs> By the time they make a new progressive commercial, you will have seen all of that. You've you've seen all of the ones they have currently going that they're running. You've seen all that a thousand times. They make a new one. You a little bit, a little bit are excited for the variety. You know, they've beaten you into that. And it's a world we have to live in because none of us, none of us have the gall to take a little, a little poo, 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 little poo, poo, poo. You know, take a little ray gun over to the uh, the head offices. You know what I'm talking about? None of us have the gall to do that. So we're going to be stuck with this forever until the TV stops working, until they turn off the TV. <laughs> and they say, no more TV. It's over. It's too much. There's too many fires. We can't keep the TV on anymore. Until that day happens, we're stuck with advertisements. And I hate whenever we have the anti-activity advertisement not you because the, the ads that say you should buy stuff it's like okay i'll ignore that because that's stupid right but then the other ones that are like do you or someone you love are they addicted are you or someone that you love addicted to fentanyl it's like okay motherfucker well it's not it's not work that doesn't that doesn't happen no one is sitting on their couch addicted to fentanyl and the little ad pops up call this number it's like yeah motherfucker bitch i know who doesn't <laughs> yes i know i know that if i have a problem i will reach out to those who can help me with that problem you know the problem is that i'm addicted to this thing if i could stop that i would but it feels so good you know 
Or it's like the ant, like the non the non vaping anti tobacco ads they were running for a while. It's like the, the, who, what teenager, who is smoking cigarettes with their friends, is gonna see that ad and be like, oh, you're right, I shouldn't smoke cigarettes with my friends. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, there's an anti uh, drunk driving ad. It's sponsored by Budweiser, by the way. Or Anheuser Busch or whatever, like it's sponsored by like a beer company. They're working with that because they're trying to get you know rebrand, make it cute, you know. But uh, we were, so a friend of mine and I were watching that, and we we were talking about drunk driving, the times in which you know like it's happened in our lives, and they were like, "Yeah, I've had to do it a few times. I'm not proud of it. I don't. I really, really avoid doing it ever. But like." There have just been situations where, yeah, I've had to, I've had to do it, and I responded to that by being like, yeah, no, there's definitely, definitely situations where, I, you know, it's just, it's not that you can't, it's not that there's not an option, but it's really, really inconvenient, you know, it's like it's because you don't drive to the bar thinking that you're gonna not be able to drive back. That doesn't. You don't go over to a friend's house thinking I'm gonna get fucking obliterated at this point. Like, you know, you you're always with the best intentions starting off any night on the town, going anywhere where there's alcohol. You just have the best intentions because it's booze. It's for the best intentions. It's for it's who it's for. So then you always you know you're in a situation where it's like it's way too fucking inconvenient to leave my car here, or I can't leave my car here. This is a fucking parking lot. They'll tow me away if I stay here. Or you know whatever. There's a variety of circumstances you could be under. You could be, you could su- a night could suddenly come to an end in a way that you weren't expecting. Or there could be a, th- a thing that comes up for somebody else. You know, like there's there's so many reasons why people end up doing this. And we're talking about that, right? We're just kind of discussing that a little bit. And then it gets revealed in the conversation that what they were talking about was when they referred to drunk driving. What they meant was they were a little buzzed. Like they had had two glasses of wine and then drove home, you know? And that to them, that was, that was, they were drunk driving. (laughs) 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 You know? Like to them, they were like, I I was fucking, I was drunk driving. It was extremely irresponsible. Which, like, I, I mean, I'm obviously talking to a square, right? I'm, I'm talking to the most responsible person I've ever met. <laughs> because as soon as they said that, it was like, oh, shit. Well, then, yeah, I've drunk driven quite a lot, honey. I didn't realize we were talking about that. I thought, I thought we were talking about, like, being drunk. <laughs> like, yeah. Not that I've done any of those things. Not that I've ever once done any of those things for those uh, listening. You shouldn't drink and drive, um, but then like you shouldn't do a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff you shouldn't do. Are any of us saving for... Does anyone have a, Who has a 401k? Who's listening right now that has a 401k that they can honestly say that they are, they are maximizing? Hmm? Who, am, who, who here, who's listening here, who is consuming foods drugs and alcohol in the appropriate amounts. Hmm? Hmm? 
Who here amongst us spends their time away from work contributing to things that only make them satisfied or engaged with the world? I mean, fucking, there's a lot of shit you shouldn't do. Sometimes, a lot of you end up in situations where you got to do things you don't want to do, you know? Such as going to work. Who the fuck wants to go to work? All right? It's the same thing. Success. <laughs> I'm, pu- I'm putting a pin in it right now. It's the same thing. Drunk driving? It's the same thing as going to work. You're doing something you don't want to do, but you got to get home. At some point in the day, you got to get home. You've clocked in. You did all the shit you could do. You maximized your efforts. Now it's time to get back home. All right? And that's sort of the message of the show. Get back home. You know? <sighs> Homeward Bound. It's a, sh- it's a movie. We all remember it. It's about two dogs and a cat. They're away from home. They've got to get back home. They've got to get back home. We're familiar with the movie. Homeward Bound. Golden Retriever a different kind of dog, and a cat. They have to get home. They're not there right now, and they have to get home now. It's a whole movie. They are not where they're supposed to be. They've got to figure out how to get back home. Yes, they talk. Yes, they talk. It's live action, but they speak to one another. I don't know how. I don't remember if it's telekinesis or if their mouths are moving. I I do not th- I actually don't think the mouths are moving. I think it's telekinesis. I think there there are voiceovers, but I don't think the mouths are animated to move. Probably in the, there's a second one. I bet they they did that part. I bet they made the mouths move, which is a weird they shouldn't do that. I think the the voiceover is enough. You can leave a little bit to the imagination with the animal stuff in the live action. It's okay if it's not fucking exactly like reality. What would it look like if a dog actually talked? We don't need to. It's okay. We got it. I got the general gist of this, you know. But in the first Homeward Bound, I don't even know how they even made a second one because in the first Homeward Bound, they're away from home. They're far, they've been ta- they've been taken or it's they've got lost. It's a different place that they're at. It's not their home. This dog, these two dogs and this cat Guess what they have to do? They've got to get their fucking asses home to the home where they live, to where they are, to which they came, back to whence they came, these dog and cats. These these dogs, plural, and cats, singular, have to go, have to, have to traverse the land to arrive at their home, the two dogs and cat. That's where they are bound. You understand the title now. They are bound for their home. They're homeward bound. Why? Because they're away. (laughs) Because they're away from the home. They're not even close to their home. They're so far away from it. There's a waterfall at one point. As I remember, as I recall from the film that I saw as a child, there was at one point a waterfall. I believe a panther. They're interacting with nature. They're going through the woods because home is somewhere else. It's not these woods. They're away from their home. They're in the woods. They've got to traverse the land back to their home from whence they came. They're bound toward home. They're homeward bound. 
You understand what's going on here, guys? Do you know what's you know what's happening right now? What's happening is there is thirty seconds left in the episode, and so if you don't remember what I was saying a second ago, the two dogs, one's a golden retriever, one is not. One <laughs> one is fucking not a golden retriever, and then there's a cat. I believe it has a brown face and maybe like a blonde body, like it's a you know it's like a slightly fluffy. It's a nice cat. Two dogs, one cat. Where are they? Say it with me. Not at home. Where are they bound? Home. Homeward bound. That's the movie. That's when they pitched it. They were like, listen, there's two dogs. There's a cat. Guess where they aren't? And the producers were like, I don't know. Where, I don't know. Where are they? They're not at home. They're not at home. Haven't been. Haven't been for quite some time. Haven't been at home for a good chunk of time. The two dogs and the cat. They don't even know what home. They haven't even seen. They haven't even seen that that spot, that area, that area from whence they came. Not even a place they recognize anymore, but they know they got to get back. So where are they going to go? What are they going to do? What lengths will these animals take to get back to their home, to those to whom they love? from whence they came, bound to home, homeward bound. You understand? They were like, yeah, I don't think we have any more questions. Back to the home. Because a lot of us, when we are when we grow up, when we get older, we're, not, we're away from home. We're not there anymore. We got to get back. We got to homeward bound. We have to bound homeward. We have to bound homeward. Dog. We have to bound homeward, dog, cat. <laughs> cat, dog, home, bound, word. Word, dogs to the cat, bound, home. You understand? Do you guys get it? Are you getting it now? Do you understand? We're all homeward bound. All of us, whether we are drunk driving or we are on the freeway trying to get back to, to our house, We've clocked out of work. We're two dogs. We're a cat in a trench coat driving a car. It's very fast. 65 miles an hour is quite quick. It's faster than you'd like it to be. It's a lot faster than you'd like it to be in terms of walking, in terms of traversing the land in a different way. Whether you're on four legs or two, whether you are two dogs and a cat, or you were one man in one trench coat with two dogs and a cat at home. What You show up, you get home, you show up at home, you get off work, you go home, you're driving home. Oh my God, where are the two dogs and the one cat? Where are the dogs, plural, the cat, singular? Where are they? They're not at home. You know where they are? They're homeward bound. Thanks for listening, guys. I uh, appreciate it uh, if you are listening because, uh, I mean, we're doing our goddamnedest to keep this uh, to keep this consistency going with the show. But then, you know, we got big dick problems sometimes. Some speed bumps happen and, you know, we try to make it work. But uh, we've been having uh, fun doing it and we've been having fun knowing that you're listening to us doing it. So, um Hopefully there's not too many more of these episodes where it's, you know, absolute hog shit uh, discussion with myself and you. 
But uh, when there are those ones, you know, they kind of feel like they're distinct, separate episodes from the usual. Uh, so I feel like the the crowd is smaller who listen to these ones. But I feel, you know, I feel closer to you. I feel more connected to you guys than the other ones out there. Than the other listeners who don't listen to these ones, they're fucking losers. Okay, they're not true. They're not true heads. Anyway, I'm going to go fucking... It's been dizzy for a while. I've been feeling feeling warm in the cheeks for for, the last 30 minutes or so. Uh, So I'm going to go... Uh, lay down on the floor and uh, put some cold uh, compresses on my head. And uh, hopefully we'll at least be alive enough to to get it together next week. So we'll see you then. Uh, and yeah, have a, have a good night.